0: All right, Alexander, we had elections uh, in Greece yesterday, and the result is, in my opinion, is not surprising. The The party that is considered to be conservative right, New Democracy and Mitsotakis, they uh, they got something like around 40, 41%, let's say, of, uh, of the vote. The second place party, Syriza, which is considered to be uh, left, a left party, they got they performed poorly and they got around 20, I believe like 21 or 22 percent, I don't know, something like that. They, they, they underperformed. And then you have the, the other parties uh, Basok and Kukwe and the other parties that, that followed. But the, the big story is that new democracy outperformed and uh, the second place party Syriza did, uh, did much, uh, much worse than people had, had expected or, or hoped. And so it was, I guess you could say it was a, a big win for, for the center-right party, but it wasn't enough for them to get a majority, in, uh, to get a, a, a strong majority in parliament. And instead of going the route of coalition, it looks like we're going to have another election in June. That's what the current prime minister Mitsodakis is, uh, is saying. He wants he wants to avoid a coalition, and he wants uh, to govern with uh, with a clear majority, a clear um, mandate. Um, to me, I say you know center right and left party and all this. To me, they're they're both the same deal. They're pro globalist, pro EU, pro US. Uh, Maybe ones a little bit to the right, maybe ones to the left, but at the end of the day, they're they're two sides to
1: to the same coin. They're they're both neoliberal globalist parties. If I are, completely agree if with that. My the, opinion. I I completely agree with that. the The other the other thing I would say about New Democracy is that to some extent, it's still the old firm. It's still you still get an awful lot of people in it who are part of you know the old, um um you know families that used to dominate politics one of which was mine that we were never actually part of new democracy but we were we were on the other side but anyway whatever but i mean the, they they have i suppose that legacy as well you know that they're the old that they're the old firm they've been running things in greece for a long long time and they're still running things in greece and as you absolutely say correctly said they're pro-american pro-eu pro-neoliberal pro-globalist to the core And, of course, Syriza, the so-called party of the left, is no different. I what I think people need to understand. I mean, it's exactly the same. And, yes, you can just about understand why an establishment party, I would prefer to call... New Democracy, by the way, an establishment party because of this legacy that it has, than either a right-wing party or a centre-right party or anything like that. It just is the people who run things in Greece and have always done so. That's why it's there. But you could understand why that would still be there and still getting votes and still getting elected, and, you know, because after all, They are the natural governing party, if you like, because they're the natural party of the governing class. But Syriza, which was supposed to be a left-wing insurrectionary movement, well, what's the point of it? (laughs) It's going to be exactly like the establishment. So, of course, it is imploding. And by the way, that's the one good thing. (laughs) as far as I'm concerned, that's come out of this election. I don't know how far it's going to go, but the sooner we see the back of Syriza, frankly, the better. It has been a complete disaster for Greece. It's meant that we, again, like every other country in the collective West, we don't have a real politics anymore. We don't have any real alternatives. And it's interesting to see how Syriza's collapsed, how the varoufakis thing which a lot of people were talking up outside greece i don't think anybody in greece took it terribly seriously it's failed dismally anybody associated with that series of government that disastrous series of government which is supposed to be against the um, troika and the bailout the eu bailouts and all of those things anybody associated with it is seeing their support implode and it's a good thing, because that kind of failure should have consequences.
0: Yeah, the, they were the worst radical left party I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. 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 There was nothing radical or left about no, cities so of I
1: completely sure. agree. I completely oh, agree. Oh, boy.
0: Uh, so, look, vo- yeah, voter turnout was, was pretty low. I believe it was at, like, 60%. So here's my hunch. As to, as, as to how the, the Greek voters saw things. They said, you know, these cities just get them as far away from, from us as possible. We don't want them anywhere near government. So they, they delivered to them a, a big defeat and they just sat there and looked at the, at the uh, political landscape and they said, you know, we might as well give it to the establishment because, you know, what can we do? It's kind of like, you know, either I'm, I'm just not gonna vote I'm just not going to yeah. vote yeah. because we see the turnout numbers. Or I'm just going to vote for these guys. At least they haven't they haven't destroyed the com- the, the, the country too much, you yeah. know. So yeah, just keep it in their
1: hands and yeah. let's just wait for better days. That's, Absolutely, that's I, I think I, I ex- that I, I ex- yeah. I, that's exactly the thinking. And bear in mind, you know, I think you said it was a 22% series of got 22% on a 60% turnout. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. 22% on a 60% turnout. This is a country, by the way, which historically had used to have very high turnouts in elections. I mean, 80-plus percent. And where voting, by the way, was, all, was for a long time mandatory. I don't know whether it still is, but the tradition in Greece was that people voted. So they've, people have just completely opted out. They don't believe in politics in the way that they used to anymore. And exactly as he said, he says they say, "Well, since we are not really politically engaged, 22% of 60%, it must be well less than 10%, or just over 10% of the electorates now voting seriously for the main left-wing party in Greece. That is an extraordinary change. So this might as say, we might as well leave things with the people who've always run things and who know how to run things, and." We may not think much of them. We may not like the way they're running things. But at the end of the day, they're not going to screw up in the colossal way the series did. And that's that's the mood. Yeah. And I think it's going to continue exactly. like that. I think it's going to continue like that. I think it's highly likely that Mitsotakis will get his majority in June. Because why not? <laughs> I mean bluntly. And, uh, and, and, that, uh, and, and then we will have to do what everybody in Europe, across Europe is doing, which is wait... One day for something different, because for the moment, what we're looking at is a political landscape that is actually more like a wilderness, a desert, because there are no real political forces of any importance or consequence in Greece.
0: Yeah, I think almost every country in Europe, with the exception of, of Hungary, Hungary and Urban, is in almost the same situation. Exactly. Let's just as long as we don't have a, a government that really screws things up. Like a city's a style government that really screws it up, then let's just stick with who we have in, in power, the establishment, and just wait for, for better days to come. Cities, uh, actually, I'm looking at the numbers, it's around 20%, a little over 20% well, of so, the latest count. So it's okay, even worse so, than 22, yeah. So, yeah, 20, so my, my final
1: 20% on a 60% turnout. You yeah. go out and find a yeah. series of voters. <laughs> there are not that many of them, actually. I mean, because the turnout was so low, their uh, uh, their percentage looks more impressive in some ways than it actually is if you consider the number of people who actually voted for them. Just saying. <laughs> so my final question to you is uh,
0: it, it's a geopolitical one. Now, th- this is good for uh, for the EU, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is I mean, on the one on the one side, the voter is saying, you know, we're sick of all of these guys. We'll stick with the establishment, whatever. We don't particularly like them too much, but we'll stick with them and we'll wait for better days. We'll wait for new leadership. Maybe we'll get lucky and something will come up. On the other side, though, you have you know the EU, who's probably looking at this and saying, this is great. We get we get our guy in there again, even though both of both of the parties would have would have been pro EU, but. They stick with the guy that they know. The guy is super pro-European uh, Union, super pro-NATO, super pro-Biden. Uh, uh, you know, they say we get a, a population that disengages from democracy. The EU likes that. More power to the center. Weak, uh, a weak periphery member, member state. For them, this is, this is the trajectory that they want. Maybe oh, they don't absolutely. realize that in the future, in the long term, it's just going to lead to their collapse. But in the short term to medium term,
1: I think this is this, this plays into their favor. This type oh, of situation, absolutely, absolutely is the experiment. I mean, it's the experiment that worked. I mean, the, the, the bailouts and all of that. I mean, they completely uh, destroyed real politics in Greece as they used to exist. And it's left a, a, a pro-EU, in fact, not just a pro-EU, a, a servilely pro-EU establishment in power, which just sits there and basically follows through on any edict it gets, be it from Brussels or Berlin or Frankfurt or indeed Washington, and, uh, which is essentially unchallenged. As I said so many times, what the EU wants is weak governments in weak countries. It doesn't want strong governments in strong countries. It wants weak governments led by weak leaders who are not opposed. It wants to convert politics into something which is not politics, but is something essentially like what you used to get, you know in the Soviet era, where you had the apparatchiki, the people who ran things in the regions, and you know they, they, they weren't elected in any serious way. They, you know, they went through rituals of elections, but they weren't real elections, but they were completely loyal to the Central Committee in Moscow. And that's what we've got. That's exactly where we, we're ending up. We are pretending that this is a democracy. But to all intents and purposes, it isn't. I mean, a democracy requires choice. There isn't one. It requires political engagement. There cannot be one. So what you have is a a, a functionary class in Greece, which runs things. And it's perhaps the most extreme and most highly developed example of this that you will find across the EU. So, as I said, from the EU's point of view, the experiment of obliterating the political system and the economy, which is what they did, has succeeded. It's achieved exactly the outcome that they wanted. And demoralizing the people. And demoralize the
0: people. Ten years of austerity and demoralization. It works. It works, exactly, yeah yeah and, and it's going to be something that they're going to carry over to other countries
1: or absolutely. they're already in the
0: process of carrying this absolutely. over to other
1: countries absolutely absolutely even, you know, germany. They, even, even germany even germany even germany and of course uh, you know countries where sometimes you see flashes of what looks like resistance like italy well we see that you know uh, they got rid of the person who looked like he might just conceivably be a problem who was salvini they brought in Maloney. she was pr- presented to the world as the alternative except of course she wasn't she's just as uh, loyal and as subservient as everyone else and cynicism grows but they want cynicism because that's that's the only way a structure like the EU structure can survive, and by the way, Britain is no different. We're in exactly the same situation. We've discussed this in other programs. Worse, we're worse in some ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you said th-
0: three prime ministers in, in one or two months, and I'm looking at Sunak yeah. now, and I'm saying, you know, this guy, this guy may even be worse than Truss and, uh, and Boris yeah. yeah, well, absolutely,
1: but I mean, I mean, it's what, he is again a completely loyal. And reliable functionary, because that's all he is. He's not a real politician. He is a completely relo- loyal and reliable functionary of the, you know, the ruling global cabal. And if he loses the election, the person who's going to take over from him, Keir Starmer, is an equally loyal and reliable functionary of the global cabal. And that's not politics, but it's what we have. You know, I look at like like Mitsudati said,
0: Rude and uh, Poland's Mor- Morawiecki, and Sunak, and they just all look like they came off of the same assembly line. You know, they're just they're all interchangeable. All of yeah. them. I mean, yeah. I, I can't tell the difference
1: between any of these guys. I really can't. Well well, of course, you're absolutely right. Then, because they have come off the assembly line, to all intents and purposes, I'll something else. They like each other and get on with each other an awful lot more than they do with the people of the countries they govern, and that's another iron rule about these people. They're very, very remote from the people they govern. Now, I, I you know, I, I, as many viewers know. My aunt was a political figure in Greece. She was a minister. And I can tell you this, she, was, she represented a constituency in Piraeus, which is the um, city there. She actually liked going there. She liked meeting the people. She liked going to meet the people in the you know, pretty tough working class area. And she did not come... She came from a privileged family, but she enjoyed it. She liked the interactions. These people don't like that. They'd like to keep as far distant as they can from the people they govern, whom they have absolutely nothing in common with at all.
0: Yeah. And if you get an Orban, you regime change them. Or you try well, exactly. To regime
1: change you them. try to regime change. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay, any other final thoughts on,
1: on the Greek election, or should we wrap it up? I think we can uh, wrap it can up. <laughs> it's a this. rather a dismal subject but I think that uh, I think we can wrap it up. But I mean it's uh, let me you know, just say uh, to no surprises views, no surprise. exactly you took the very words out of my mouth. It's exactly what both of us were expecting.
0: Yeah. Okay. TheDuran.locals.com we are on Rumble Odyssey Bit Shoot and Telegram and go to the Duran shop 10% off use the code good day take care.